Thank you for listening to the Matt's Movie Reviews podcast, available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Stitcher. Also, please follow Matt's Movie Reviews on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Reddit, Instagram, and MeWe. And of course, be sure to visit mattsmoviereviews.net for the latest reviews, top 10 lists, and more. Now, on to the show. Believe me if I did. I haven't encountered this kind of harmony up north. You find traveling by day much more amicable. You catch a glimpse on your way in of the ghosts. The hard part is sorting out what's real. They don't care what you look like, James. All that matters, purpose. They can't be real. They're as real as anything I've ever known. These walls we hadn't built. We were not alone. Welcome to the Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Perkovich, and this is episode number 403. Releasing February 3rd across the US in select theatres on demand and digital is Ghosts of the Ozarks, a horror mystery western that stars Thomas Hobson as a doctor summoned to a remote town in Ozarks, only to find that this newfound utopia holds deadly secrets. A southern ghost story filled with twists and compelling performances Ghost of the Ozarks is the latest release from filmmakers Matt Glass and Jordan Wayne Long, who I'm glad to say joined me now on the podcast. Matt and Jordan, I thank you both very much for your time. Thanks thank for you. having us. So glad to be here. Absolutely. You know, it's really interesting just reading up about this movie. You know, back in 2016, you guys kind of like, like, like a concept short for this feature that we see today. I was really curious, you know, 2016 is a long time, you know, between, you know, between the feature and the short. You know, from that time of the short film to the commencement of filming of this movie um, that we're talking about today, um, Jordan, were there any type of tinkering with the screenplay and the film's ideas or were the concepts and characters very much the same as when we, we both began? Completely different, Matt. It, it was uh, Matt and I this <laughs> wrote Matt. this, Matt, wrote uh, the this proof of concept that we shot. And um, it was about lore in the Ozark Mountains, where I'm from. And we got Tara Perry attached to the project and she brought Tommy Hobson along. And when we shot that short film and that proof of concept, 
we knew we wanted to do something in this world and we wanted it to be with those two characters, which wasn't what we'd previously done. And so we took those characters in 2016 and rebuilt the feature. Um, And in about four months, in about 2017, we started working on the first draft, editing it. So, yeah, that's how it came about. Um, So you have people it's in the cast and in the short that's in the feature as well. Thomas Hobson is the lead actor here. He plays the role of um, James McCune, the doctor, um, uh, you know, the feature player of the movie. Matt, you know, when having Thomas Hobson just delivers such an interesting performance, his character is just so sensitive. There's kind of like a jittery kind of nervous energy about him. Um, how do you know of Thomas from beforehand? I mean, he was in your short. Is that someone that you've worked with before with your production company? How did you come across um, him and how did you know he was the man for the played role of um, Doc McCune? I think, well, I do think Tara introduced us to him for the role in the short film. And that was the first time we worked with him, right? I think. Yeah. Other than that weird broke music video. Yep. Yep. Um, And so that was the first time we ever saw what he was capable of. And we also knew that, like, for example, he said he could ride a horse. And I don't think he'd ever written one. But it it hit how fast he learned it and how committed he was to learning how to ride a horse for the role. And, like, all the things he was willing to do for the short. We're like, oh, this guy will, like, do what it takes to, to do a role. And so we worked with him a bunch of times since then in 12 hour shift, which we produced, he came on board and did a role for that. Mm -hmm. And we just, and then we worked him a lot on the script for ghost of the Ozark beforehand. We're doing scenes and like talking about that, like nervousness, that jitteriness, like uh, Tommy's like a really confident, like a lot of eye contact guy. And we were just like, like you, we want to channel that part of you. That's like shy and like nervous and like has something to hide. And he like did it so well that it was he did such an amazing. It was insane. And Matt, I'm sure you agree. Like looking at his performance in the short film and the feature, you can see how much work he put in and, mm-hmm. and what he delivered. Like we just love finding people that want to work and want to like be the best at their craft. And like, I just love seeing where the short film was versus the feature and, and just how they knocked yeah. it out of the park. It's nice when like we're running around in mud and getting covered in mosquitoes <laughs> and the actors are willing to be there with us like we're all on the same team working for the same goal yeah it's such a nice thing to be able to do the matt's movie reviews channel is brought to you by 80s tees 80s tees is an online retailer of licensed t-shirts and pop culture gear from your favorite movies tv shows cartoons video games comic books and musicians celebrate your inner 80s nerd and click on the link in the show notes below to get the raddest retro t-shirts delivered to your door The Matt's Movie Reviews channel is brought to you by Loot Crate. Founded in 2012, Loot Crate is the worldwide leader in fan subscription boxes. Loot Crate partners with industry leaders in entertainment, gaming, sports and pop culture to deliver monthly themed crates, produce interactive experiences in digital content and film original video productions. No matter what you geek out about, Loot Crate has a subscription box for you. To get your very own exclusive collectibles, apparel and gear delivered to your door, be sure to click on the link in the show notes below. Also in the film, um, you have David Arquette, you have um, Tara Perry. Um, a person I really want to talk about, though, was Tim Blake Nelson, one of my favourite actors. Everyone, I think, you know, when you talk about one of the great character actors, but not only one that one of the great faces um, in kind of like modern cinema history. I mean, he's really, Tim Blake Nelson, what he does with his voice, with his face is just remarkable. And, and it does so in your movie as well. 
what was it like working with him in your film? Because he brings such a, a diff range of, of things. You know, there's a moment where he sings in the film. It's kind of like almost kind of like action sequences in the movies referred to it as well. I mean, how does that, what is it like working with him in that movie, in this movie? Um, because he's just such a great get to have in your film and such a great actor. This is Matt. Uh, he was like, we were talking about Tommy. He was just so game for everything. He was excited for the musical number. He, we did a lot of rehearsals with him for that, for playing the character of someone who couldn't see. He had a contact in one eye and a prosthetic over there. So he really couldn't see. And so he spent time learning the landscape of the bar, making sure that he, it looked like he knew what he was doing and he knew what everything that was around. He went to a butcher and learned how to butch. Yeah, to me, I like it. <laughs> he, uh, and he would, and he also was like, it wasn't like when we called cut, he'd go back to his room and it would be offset. He hung around on set, made sure we got everything he, we needed. He was just very helpful on set. It was great. Yeah. He, he was, yeah, it was, it was awesome having him board. Yeah. Matt music plays such a big part in this film. Um, you yourself are, are a composer. You could do the compositions for this movie. I just, two questions. The first one, I want to ask about that song that Tim Blake Nelson sings in this movie. I've, I've been like hell over the last few days trying to find that song. I've been writing the lyrics in Google, looking around, finding it. Is that an original or is that something that is like an old folk song that I, that even the greatest search engine in the world can't like show me a result for? That is an original song. Jordan wrote the lyrics and I wrote the music. We did it. I can't remember. It was in the script. There might've been a couple in the script originally, but uh, it was like maybe two weeks before we were shooting. Tim was like, Hey, I want, let me hear that song so I can start learning it. We're like, Oh yeah, we'll get it to you this weekend. So I went back while Jordan was building the town and wrote out the, the music for it. And then brought it to Jordan. And he wrote all these lyrics down that had to do with like the mythology behind the character almost. And mm -hmm. the lyrics are almost clues to what his character is about and what's going to happen to his character and all that kind of stuff in the movie. So yeah. Once we pieced those together, then we did like a demo version with Jordan singing it and gave it to Tim and Angela and and they learned it and it was great. We recorded it in Tim's hotel room. Yeah. And Angela Bettis, like we we worked with her on 12 hour shift and she is just as endearing as you would hope. And but she did tell us she's like, I'm not gonna sing for y'all if I do Lucille. And then <laughs> you showed her the thing and she started learning piano and she ended up learning piano, which she had never done before, and singing it for us. And she did great. And did great. We just love it. Is she doing the piano um, and singing live on camera while you guys are filming as well? There are parts of the movie where she played it live, but the actual like recording singing, they do sing it live for half of the song in the feature. And then it cuts to the recorded track, yes. which I guess really matters. But yeah, the piano is pre-recorded on that one. It's a great song because it got stuck in my head. Number one, it's almost kind of like a shanty or kind of like one of those kind of like a folky kind of song. And it got stuck in my head. I was looking for it every. I couldn't find it. The fact that it's original really eases my mind because I wasn't going crazy. So that's a really good thing. Uh, but yeah, if, there's a sound, if there's a soundtrack, I can't wait to to buy it because because that's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to try to we'll we'll try to have it online around the release of the film so that people can listen to the song and listen to the other stuff. It'll be great. Yeah. You know, Jordan, you yourself are from the Ozarks, as you said before. That region has become such a fascination for filmmakers and, and people in TV as well, especially the last several years. What is it about that region, your home, you, you know, your homeland, that really speaks to filmmakers, storytellers, especially the last several years? I mean, it's, it's just kind of like really boomed because, you know, you just type in Ozarks anywhere like I'm um, you know, where even on IMDb, it's going to have a whole list of, of things there. I mean, it's just so, so fascinating to watch it kind of that land, kind of that area kind of boom over the last several years, hasn't it? It really has. I, I think to a degree, the Ozark Mountains are like really old mountains there. They really haven't. There's a lot of national forestry out there, a lot of like 
you know, really virgin land that just kind of sits. And I think that lore that just kind of, you know, gurgles up from hollers and stuff like that has really like come into the zeitgeist just with um, like with the with Ozark series with Jason Bateman and True Detective being shot up around there. And and then, you know, for us, that's that's my hometown. So it is really fun to see it kind of fall into the zeitgeist and be at that perfect timing for us putting out a film. That's that's pretty great. I think also there's something about like in the early 20th century, New England was starting to spread out and people were starting to go further into the woods. And that's when like people like H.P. Lovecraft would start writing about the mysteries of these New England woods. Mm-hmm. And now that the South is starting to begin to, to, to thicken out in those places, I think it's that same sort of thing where people are starting to be on the edge of these woods and starting to wonder about them more. And like it becomes more of a, a horror they can relate to. It. Yeah. And that that fable and that lore just kind of like regurgitates from there. That's fun. So, Matt, what is the potential for sequel opportunities in regards to this story? Because not to give away too much, there is a thing at the end where possibility that the story isn't over. Um, and I, I don't know about you, but if, if people are going to react to the film as I have, which is uh, very positive, I, I, I really do love this film, what you guys have done with it. I'd, I would love to see the continued uh, story just kind of evolve uh, over over time. Is there a possibility of perhaps of a sequel? Have you ever ideas of one for the future? I think Jordan already knows where he wants it to go. It's, I mean, before you're even done filming, I think he figured out where he wanted it to go next. So it's definitely a possibility. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thanks for that, Matt. No, absolutely, because, you know, it's really interesting. You get to see movies all the time, you watch your films, and watch a film like Ghost of the Ozarks, and it's kind of like the twists and turns in the movie and the, just the visual images and the music and the performances, such compelling characters, such interesting characters. And for everyone out there listening, February 3rd, select theaters across the US on demand and digital Ghost of the Ozarks. I really recommend people check this film out. Um, and I can't wait to see that uh, music video kind of drop uh, when the thing comes, because I think people are going to really take to it. They really are, because it is a, such a catchy song. It's such an interesting part of the movie. And um, yeah, congratulations to you guys and, and best of luck with the upcoming release. Thank you so much. Matt, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure.